0: All right, welcome back to the show. This is Mike Smith filling in for Simi Sarah now. Let's talk now about the tragic story of the doctor in China who blew the whistle on the coronavirus outbreak and then died of the disease himself, Dr. Li Li Wien-Liang, and his death uh, sparking anger and outrage and also sadness uh, in China, especially, and also around the world. Have a listen to this report from CNN. Chinese state media first reported that Li was one of several whistleblowers silenced by police. Calls for Lee and the others to be
1: vindicated grew online. China's Supreme Court even weighed in, adding, quote, it might have been a fortunate thing if the public had listened to this rumor at the time. But for many, including Lee and his parents, it was too late they all contracted the coronavirus. Li's condition declined rapidly. But before his death Friday, he witnessed the support of thousands online who considered him a hero. Late Thursday night, Chinese state media first reported Li's death. The responses online reflected a profound grief and a deep anger. The two topics trending on Chinese social media were Wuhan government owes Dr. Li Wenliang an apology and we want freedom of speech. Both had tens of thousands of views before being censored. Soon after, state media changed its reporting, citing Wuhan Central Hospital, which reported Li was still alive but in critical condition. And a few hours later, in the middle of the night, hospital authorities officially announced Lee's death. He was 34.
0: Okay, that to me is a tragic story. Here you have a guy who's blowing the whistle on this virus. He ends up dying of the virus himself. And of course, Chinese officials there at first tried to Clamp down on what he was trying to tell the public. Let's check in with Jeremy Nuttall now. He's the very fine reporter for the Toronto Star, based in Vancouver, and he's been writing about this story. Thanks, Jeremy, for coming on. Hey, it's a pleasure. Okay, this is an incredible story to me. What's been the reaction to uh, this man and his and his death? Yeah, I've
2: never seen anything like it. Um, there has been just this—not uh, just anger, but grief—that's been pouring out of uh, of China, uh, all, both online. Uh, and in china itself for this guy's death and it's it's I, I think that a lot of it has to do with the fact that people didn't necessarily uh uh hear of the guy until about you know a week ago but his plight of being censored by the government of being pushed around of trying to do the right thing um has resonated with people and that's very scary for the chinese government
0: yeah what did he what did he do when did he find out or first first blow the whistle about the disease and what did Chinese officials do as a result?
2: Yeah, the story the story I've heard um, is that uh, essentially in a WeChat group with other doctors, um, he was talking about how these symptoms were happening, people were getting sick and he believed it was a a new a new strain of a virus and they had to act. And apparently um, there was somebody somebody in the group or the government was watching the group because WeChat is uh, not secure from the Chinese government at all um reported him to the police and he was arrested for quote spreading rumors and detained and, and then released and his what he was trying to say wasn't taken seriously and uh, you know consequently the, the the disease or the virus exploded the way it did
0: Okay, this is incredible, and I think one of the reasons that it's touched so many people is there's the famous photo of him circulating, uh, lying in his hospital bed with a, with a surgical with a mask on, and he looks like a kind of a young guy, right? He's not an he's he didn't look, he's not an old guy; he's a young man. No, he's a young man. He's only thirty-four, which is yeah. kind of frightening because we've been also told
2: that this disease is only killing older people with compromised health. So for a 34-year-old to be taken down by it is is quite alarming. And that photo particularly, I think, is part of the reason that there's been such an emotional reaction to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, for some reason, there's just something about his eyes, you know? I mean, it's, I don't know, He, he he's almost uh, making a connection with whoever looks at that photo at the time. And I think that has something to do with it.
0: No, I agree with you. I think it's very powerful. What has been the, you talked a little bit about the backlash and the reaction is this a threat in any way to the Chinese Communist Party and the government there?
2: Yeah, the experts I've spoken to particularly have said it absolutely is a threat. Uh, one of the reasons being that uh, sort of in, in Chinese history, quite often a major calamity signals to, to people uh, that this government is, has to go now. Um, for instance, uh, one example that was given to me was the Tongshan the, uh, earthquake. Uh, in 1976, which killed 700,000 people, it was uh, around the same time, I believe, the same weekend, but I could be wrong. That Mao Zedong died, and so that sort of reinforces that that belief is is things like that happening. Um, and this particular outbreak is something that affects the entire country. Uh, people everywhere are being you know quarantined, or or the cities there and are locked down, or there's just a general fear, and so that could be what what triggers. Uh, more open resentment toward the Chinese government, which from there could be a a downward slope for them.
0: Jeremy, you just got a minute left here. How is the Chinese government trying to control this story now? I mean, are, are they trying to clamp down any media reporting on it? They have not only clamped down on the media, they have taken
2: down stories about Dr. Lee that were put up yesterday, even just tributes and things like that. So their response to this has been the typical Communist Party response to try to erase it. And I don't know that it's going to work this time.
0: Jeremy, good work on the story. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. That is Jeremy Nuttall. He's a very fine reporter for the Toronto Star, based in Vancouver, with uh, the story of Dr. Li Wenliang, uh, the Chinese doctor who blew the whistle on coronavirus.